Good afternoon, Mom. How are you doing today? I'm just fine. I've been just uh, watching the kids, and uh, and uh, it's so beautiful outside. But it's a little cool, but it's still beautiful. That's right. It's a cool and windy Monday, and you um you did your exercises today. Did that feel good? Oh yes, I I did the. Oh, it's about an hour, I say, maybe a little more, and I just feel wonderful. Well, that makes me happy to know that. Um, I want to tell you something. This is so funny. I don't even know if I can tell you what I did. Um, I'm going to try to tell you this without cracking up. Hmm. But I <laughs> see, I can't even hardly tell it. I, w- I wanted something to drink, and I got a big, big quart of cold water, and I couldn't hang on to the cup, and I didn't get one drop in my mouth. I literally poured a whole quart of cold water down my blouse. <laughs> oh, my good! I'd like to have seen that. <laughs> I bet you uh, that water was cold, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it sure did wake me up. I'll bet it did. I, I've done similar stuff like that or spilt stuff on me, but uh, that takes a cake. I don't think I've ever done that in my entire life. But, you know, I've spilled a little something on my blouse before, but not a whole quart of water. Oh, I have too, but I've never done that. Me either. I just dropped it the exact perfect way, and my thumb hit the bottom of it, tipped it over, and I had a blouse on, a button-up blouse. And oh, my gosh. I mean, I got soaked. I bet you did. You had to change your blouse, didn't you? Yeah, it was soaking wet. Yeah, I bet it was. Well, um, I was thinking about something today that I think would be a great topic if you'd like to talk about this. I'd like to talk about the fact that the older we become, the more that we're fulfilled by simple things. We we really desire simple things the older we get. Yes, that is true. I think with myself, and I think other people, I've talked to them, and, and I'd rather have uh, just a few real nice things than to have all the junk they are. I just don't like junk. Oh, Mom, between my story and your junk, that's cute. Yeah, you don't have junk. You're like me. Um, I just don't keep junk. And if people see me cleaning out like a drawer or a cabinet or anything, or at my office, if they see me cleaning out, out my credenza, you know what they think? They go, oh, no, what's on her mind? Because I literally will start pitching stuff over my shoulder and make a big pile on the floor or I'll go outside, and I literally, I don't know why I do this, but I will take a pair of office scissors, you know, a pretty good-sized pair of scissors. And have you ever seen me go outside and trim the uh, the hedges? Oh, yeah, that is funny. She does a good job, too. Uh, when the hedges grow out a little bit, she just takes her scissors, goes out there and goes around and around and, and trims them. It's therapy for me, but every time Sunshine and Jesse see me doing that, they're like, oh, no, what's on her mind? Yes, I don't know what she does. It's a pace off time or just tired of looking at it uh, growing out like that. I don't know either. But anyway, um, you know, I'm like you. I would rather have a few nice things than a whole bunch of things that are not really nice. And I'm going to be honest with you. You remember, um, I'd say at one point, I think the most cars I had at one time was nine cars. Oh my goodness! Yes, you did. You had, you had a bunch of cars that you had to keep up. Yeah, and then I ended up with boats and jet skis. And let me tell you, none of them were junk. They were nice, and it just seemed like you become a slave to all these toys. 
you're so busy trying to keep batteries started and it just after a period of time it gets to be work and you realize what do I need this stuff for so you remember when I started giving all those cars away to people that I knew that needed a vehicle Yes, I do, and I thought that was so sweet of you, uh, uh, getting rid of those cars and giving them to people that didn't have any. I know, and it made me feel wonderful, and, you know, I've never been past two cars since. I know, it. I just want one myself, because I can barely keep that one up. Right. I drive my SUV about every single day, uh, so, you know, I I love just just tapering down and being simple. Yes, that's that's the way I, I want to be. I used to just, I don't know, when I was younger, I just seemed like I wanted more nice things and, and I wouldn't turn loose of nothing. But as I grew older, I just don't like that. I just like uh, uh, nice things and, and I don't like my house junked up. Wouldn't it be great if we had learned that lesson when we were a lot younger? Even though you heard about it, it didn't sink in till you get older. I know it. If I would have uh, learned that a long time ago, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have done that. I would just got what I needed, nice things, and just not bothered with the junk. You know, Mom, I I went for. I hear Layla in the background. I went for uh, twenty years and had six companies at the same time. And you know, over the last uh, probably four years, I've been tapering down to where now I'm down to two companies. Yeah, I know, and you you just don't need all those companies. It, it, it's just too busy, and uh, and and you just don't have time to relax and uh, take it easy, and uh, you need to, to slow down. Now, I know a lot of other people may not feel the way I do because we're at different stages in our life, but me personally, I never want to uh, own a set of apartments, condos, any of that stuff. I don't want to own shopping malls anymore, no properties. I just don't. I want to have my home, my office, and that is it. I don't blame you. I, that's all I would that I would want. And uh, uh, we liked our car wash for a while, but uh, you just got tired of it. Well, you know, it's just I, I just don't want to do anymore. Um, sometimes you can just get so busy doing a lot that you don't feel productive. And if I'm going to be quote busy. I want busy to mean productive, not busy to mean busy. Yes, that's that's the thing to do. And and now, if you get rid of a lot of your uh, stuff, you can have time to write your books and uh, and just a lot of things you could do. That's exactly right. Um, you know, I've written the two Blue Ridge Moments, Volume One and Two. That was supposed to be one book, but my editor, it was just so big, it ended up being two books. And then we wrote the children's series, The Blue Ridge Tender Pups. We just finished our third book in that series, and it's being uh, edited at this moment. And, you know, prior to writing these books, you know, I used to own 239 apartments for 10 years, had two storage malls, and I had a partner on on both of these properties, had two storage malls. One had 40,000 square feet of climate-controlled storage the other was just outdoor roll-up units. And can you imagine how much my phone rang every day? Oh, I'm telling you, that's all you got done was answer your phone. It it was just really busy. I'm so happy that I don't... Uh, storage, I think, was one of the f- most fun uh, and interesting businesses to be in. It's uh, y- 
there's an old joke that says you could put a storage facility at the top of a mountain with no road, and in one year it'll be full. I have never uh, seen a storage as nice as the one you had. I enjoyed it a lot, and um, I sold it to a great friend of mine. And, um, you know, it just was really nice and climate-controlled and beautiful. Outdoor parking. We had RVs, boats, everything, cars, motorcycles, uh, household stuff. It was it was a lot to keep up with. But I've just decided that I really enjoy my insurance company, seeing a patient by appointment only for medication counseling and disease management, and writing books and songs. Yeah, I think that's enough for you because then you will have a, a little time to for yourself. Yes. Plus, I still do my radio show. I've had it for years, and now we've got these podcasts. And a lot of people tell me to them that that seems busy, but to me, that's not really a lot. Uh, Sunshine uh, helps me run my insurance company. She does a fabulous job. And, um, you know, you run my practice where we schedule my patients by private appointment. And so, you know, I write my books and songs in my spare time. And uh, I absolutely love, I think writing songs is my most favorite thing that I've ever done in my whole life. Oh, yeah, you write some beautiful songs, and I love to listen to them, and uh, you've got help that you can depend on, and that gives you time to write your books and your songs. Yes, because we all know that a great gardener cannot pick every weed. You have to be able to um, have really great managers and then let them give you reports. I get a daily email report from everybody. I get a weekly report, a monthly report, a quarterly report, and an annual report. Oh, yes. They they are just on the ball. They they are really uh, good uh, workers, and and uh, we love them. I just feel so blessed that we all get to work together. It's uh, really awesome. And, um, well, anyway, back to what I was saying. So, you know, material things don't mean anything to me. When I was younger, uh, it was a different story. You know, you want this, you want that. You start getting a little bit older, and all you want to do is be happy and healthy and be with the people that you love, and you want to make sure that little kids have everything they need. And it's really about the younger kids. You just want to do for them. Well, what I wanted when I grew up was, you know, my teens and uh, and older, I wanted clothes. I loved to dress. I loved shoes and, and just all kinds of clothes. That was my... Uh, my passion. I just would go shopping every chance I got. I can believe that, Mom, because you are a diva. You're beautiful. I mean, your your pajamas look like, your pajamas look like uh, you know the most beautiful outfit I've ever seen in my life. You could be wearing a trash bag and you look beautiful. Oh, Billy, thank you. I I just like nice things. Now I still love. Uh, to dress, and I still love nice clothes. And uh, the clothes I get tired of, I give them to, you know, to people that at wants them. I, if my daughters want them or anyone, I'd, I'd be glad to give them to them or anybody. You know something, when you give your clothes away, they're never worn out either. No, you can't even tell they've been worn because I have a lot of clothes, and, uh, and and I take really good care of them. Okay, now that we've covered your clothes, you've got me so tickled tonight. Let's talk about your jewelry. Oh my goodness, I have my children 
Now, I haven't bought that jewelry. Sometimes I might buy a piece or something. And uh, But they they buy me so much jewelry, it, it would take me weeks to wear it. And I love every piece of it. And I, I bet you one of your favorite pieces is still that necklace I brought you from Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. I love that necklace. And I love that blue uh necklace uh bracelet and the purple one i i just love i love every every piece of it well thank you mom you know don't get me wrong i'm like you i i like jewelry not too much but i do like it uh, i'm really picky about my earrings and um you know i like uh hoops not big not small but just in between and i've got do you know i've got you already know this i actually took two of your links out of your bracelet the bracelet that's like a topaz color it's a sky blue and i have a stone on each um i guess you would call it like a a little um it's a little hook and it's hooked onto my earrings a slider so i've got a slider on each earring and each slider has your topaz stone on it it's these look at this these earrings you see mm-hmm they are absolutely beautiful, and I, I couldn't believe that she she did that, but uh, the jeweler, they fixed it. I mean, they did a really good job, and they look beautiful on her. Thank you, Mom. I like white gold, and, you know, I think uh, that's my thing. I like to design things, whether it's a patient's regimen, the design of a song, the design of a house. I, I don't know. I guess I'm a closet architect in some way. But I do like to design things. And you really can decorate. <clears throat> Excuse me. She decorated her office and, and her home and everything, and she's a wonderful decorator. Well, thank you, Mom. You know I get that from you. I remember coming home from school, and the house was always redecorated, and Daddy would come home and he'd say, Am I in the right house? Oh, yeah. I would decorate it and, and buy uh, new furniture and stuff and and when he'd come home, he'd say, my goodness, what are, you, what are you up to now? I know. And you'd change the color of everything, and it, it's just hilarious. I mean, he never knew what to expect when he came home. Yeah, but he was always happy with it. He didn't fuss at me or nothing. He just said, well, I see you've been busy, and looks, it looks wonderful. That's true, Mom. He, he has always been a good sport about anything you wanted to do, and you've been the same way for him. I can remember times he'd come home with a new truck. You were happy for him. You'd come home with a new Cadillac. He'd be happy for you. And, you know, you all worked really hard, and you did a lot for us, and you always took care of us first, and uh, you guys always made sure we were all okay. Yes, we did. My children come first, and, and if, you know, when they got everything they wanted or you know, we'd go out, and if we need the car, whatever uh, we needed, we'd just get it. Looking back, I can't believe that I was such a uh, a car uh, person. You know, cars were my hobbies, and I know they are kind of Chad's hobby now. And Chad, Chad did a um, – he got a degree in design, and from college, that's what he liked to do. But, you know, for some reason, I really just – since I was very young – I always liked cars. I started driving when I was 12, bought my first car at age 13 by myself with my own money from my paper route that I'd been saving since I was eight. So I saved for five years and paid cash for a car. Isn't that amazing? 
Yes, it is. I was so proud of you. I couldn't hardly believe that you did that. Yeah, I chose it myself and everything. Yes, you did. And I just, I just thought that was the a, a most wonderful thing that you worked like that and saved your money and didn't blow it like some of the others did and uh, bought that car. You know what amazes me that you remember when I bought that uh, ten speed bicycle that it was called a Schwinn Traveler Three, and um, it was a I think I bought it when I was about twelve. It was a nineteen seventy eight. So anyway, long story short, I was just as proud of that bicycle as I was my car. Do you believe that? Oh yes, you was. Uh, you loved to ride a bicycle uh, every day after school. And you would come home, that's the first thing you do, is eat your snacks, <clears throat> excuse me, and then go out and ride your bicycle. I know, and I still have that bicycle to this day, and I still have the bicycle Linda bought me, the Schwinn, that's a five-speed, very rare bicycle. It originally came from Ricky and his brother, Greg Watterson. Uh, Linda bought it for me from them one day when we were outside in the yard playing, but my 10-speed was brand new that you and Daddy picked up while I was at school. I gave you my savings book, and I said, please go to the bank and go buy this for me. And you all offered to get it, and I said, no, I want to pay for it myself. And I was so happy when I came home, and that bike was sitting there with the tag on it. Oh, yeah, you was. I never seen anyone as happy as you was. And Dad couldn't understand, why do you want a bicycle this big? And I told him, I said, I don't know how I thought this out, but it was kind of smart. I said, I don't ever want to outgrow it, Dad. I know it. it. You look so tiny on that big bicycle, but you could handle it. Oh, my goodness. And after I saw you ride it uh, a few times, I thought, well, I, she's got it made. I said, there ain't no use me worrying like this. i tell you something else. You're right. That bicycle was huge for me at the time. And... I would always drive big cars. You always had a big car. And so growing up, you know, I would drive your car sometimes with you. So big cars to me weren't big. That's true. And you've always loved a big car, and I've always loved one. I just like a car that's roomy. So, you know, you kids can go with me everywhere I go. And and maybe other people would like to have a ride with me. And so I just love uh, big cars. And you're like me, you're really into an SUV, the right SUV that fits you, and your SUV really works for you. You drive a Cayenne, and um, I tell you what, that Cayenne really works for you. Oh, yes, it does. The height where you get in and out is so easy, and it's got everything on it, the heated seats and everything, and I just love it. I'm glad you do, Mom. Um, I like the fact that it's easy for you to get in and out. And the car that I have, I like it. And I'll tell you this, uh, I plan on keeping it till the paint comes off of it. I just really love it. I used to trade cars a whole lot. I'm just not into that now. I, I'm happy with what I've got, and I want to keep it. And like I said, I really like an SUV, but if I wanted to drive a car, it would be more like a sports car. I'm not really the sedan type. I either like an SUV or like a, a convertible. I'm not really a four-door car person. I'm more of a four-door SUV person. Oh, yes. You've got a beautiful car, and and it just looks new, and I sure wouldn't trade it. No, I'm not. It's a GL 550, and it's five. It's it's a 2015. I ordered it exactly the way I wanted it, the interior, everything. 
I don't think in my lifetime I will ever order a car that detailed. Chad and I even ordered it on a special suspension, and that SUV will actually hug, hug curves like a car wheel. Oh, yes, it will. It drives so good, and, and you never get tired no matter where you go in it, and it just it's just wonderful. I have a really nice uh, blanket or quilt-like thing in the back seat, and my puppies love that vehicle. To them, when we get in that, you know, it looks on the outside, it looks all dressy, but when you get inside, even though it's got designer leather seats, it's got white pleated diamond seats, but even though it's that nice inside, to me, I've been driving that car five years, it feels like an old tennis shoe when I get inside. Oh, yeah, it's real comfortable, and 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 you just love to ride, isn't it? So to me, you know, it doesn't matter how old or new something is. If I get something that I like uh, at this stage in my life, I just keep it until it's completely worn out because I think it's just a waste of money to keep trading cars all the time. I used to trade cars about every year or two years. I'll just all the time until I got this car, and now I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I know you've had several um, Porsche cars, and this one just topped all of them. You really like it the most, and I don't blame you. I think you and I should hang on to our vehicles. Boy, I'm going to. Uh, there's a lot of people wanting to buy my car, but I said no. You remember we used to have. Uh, we both used to have a Cayenne together at the same time, but. Um, then I got this uh, this GL five fifty, but long story short, uh, back to what. See, you and I always get off the topic, but it's my fault. No, it isn't. I I enjoy uh, talking about cars and and just all kinds of stuff. So the main point about talking about all those cars is, again, the older we get, the more we want the simple things in life, and I've given away so much stuff. Uh, I mean, I gave away like three bedroom suits. You remember all that stuff I just recently gave away? Oh, yes, I do. And the people you gave them to, they were so, so happy. They just, they just think you're the wonderful person and, and the most giving person they've ever seen. Well, I like to take care of things. And dad always said, don't give away something you do not want. Because if you give away something you don't want, you're not giving anything. I give away stuff that I would use the same day that I'm giving it away. I know. Uh, he would never let me have a yard sale. And I, I love yard sales. I could, you know, go to him and just look around and everything. <laughs> but he said, if you have anything to give to, uh, that you don't want, said you give it to somebody that needs it. And I said, well, okay, I'll do that. I said, but I still like yard sales. <laughs> Mom, you've got me really laughing tonight. You're, uh, I remember him saying that like so many times oh, yeah. that we shouldn't have yard sales. And don't, And to be honest with you, I'm not crazy about them. I don't want to sit out there and do that. To me, that is like, quote, doing again. I don't want to do anymore. I want to be, uh, I want to do things that are more, I'm in the creative phase of my life. I'm tired of being a brainiac and I want to just, you know, do uh, things that are, you know, just more creative, like books and songs. And I've got a friend that makes a joke. She used to call me Billy Britannica because she said that if I didn't know the answer to something, I was certainly resourceful enough to get it. And uh, I guess in a way that was a compliment. But the point is, I really want to do the simple things. 
Well, what I like about yard sales is you meet so many people, different kinds of people, and if you have something priced, I practically give it away. I didn't care, but I just like to sit out there and meet people, and, and if I think they don't have the money or nothing, I just give it to them. Oh, Mom, I'm not. I'm laughing. I've got tears streaming down my face because I love what you're saying. It's so true. That is exactly who you are, and you crack me up. And you do. You're. You and I are both alike. We love people and love to do things for people. And I just love your honesty. You just make me laugh. Well, I try to be honest. I don't want to, you know, uh, just say something that's not true. I just tell you, tell you like it is. <laughs> oh, boy, that's for sure. And believe me, I've heard it many times. Yeah. Yeah, you have. Yeah. You know, um, I think of some of my friends. I had a friend that had a huge collection of antique cars. He had them for a lot of years. And then he ended up getting diagnosed with uh, prostate cancer. And you know what? He started selling all his vehicles. He wanted to slow down. He quit traveling so much. His job, I'm not kidding you, he literally was out of town more than he was home. And his wife traveled too. And you never, they never really saw each other. And he's really slowed down since he got that diagnosis. Not because he doesn't think he's going to do well, but mainly because it woke him up and made him realize what's important in life. Yes, my my husband. It sounds like what he did. He he traveled so much all over the United States, and I mean different towns and cities. And and after he, uh, well, he smoked, and I begged him, begged him to quit smoking, and he would not. And he got uh, cancer, and that's that's what what uh, killed him. I know, Daddy suffered for um, a year. And um, 15 months, actually, he suffered 15 months and passed away. And um, he, I thought he passed away at an early age. He was only 69. And um, so I spent most of my adulthood without my father. And um, you and I have done well, but we missed him terribly. And um, it's not been easy because I really just... It'd just be amazing what things would be like if he was here. I know it, and that goes to show that you can help people and do all you can for them, but if they won't listen to you, there's nothing you can do except pray for them. Amen, Mom. Boy, that's hitting the nail on the head. Uh, you couldn't. I couldn't have said it any better than what you said. It reminds me of the old story about you can lead a camel to water, but you can't make it drink. Boy, that's the truth, and I've tried many times, and I have I have done everything in this world for him, but he would not listen. Well, um, you know, before we close, I wanted to, to tell you, I wanted to share a Bible verse that reminds me of this whole topic about, you know, how we become slaves to our toys. And when I say toys, I mean having things that we don't need and too many of them, like too many cars, too much clothes, too much jewelry, too much furniture, whatever it is you got too much of. Um, anyway, the Bible verse is Matthew chapter 6, and it's verses 19 through 21. And here's what it says. Would you like for me to say it, or would you like to? No, I want you to do it. You do a better job. I don't know about that, but I'll, I'll do it because you request. Um, so Matthew 6, 19 through 21 
It says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moss and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moss and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Oh, those are true words. Those are beautiful words. Yes, they are. And, you know, if you just keep having a bunch of material things, all you're going to do is fight thieves and moths. And when when it says in the Bible, when it talks about destroy, I think about stuff just getting dusty. Oh, yeah. you. It, there's so much work that you have to do uh, when you keep a bunch of stuff like that and you practically end up uh, getting someone to come over and help you, uh, you know, so I'm just going to stick to no junk. (laughs) I'm going to stick to no junk, too. I've sold all my boats, jet skis, everything, and, you know, all the cars except for what I drive, and I'll tell you what, I feel liberated. I'm, you know, I've got two more buildings to sell, and I'll be done selling. Well, I'll be so happy to get that off of you because forever you've had so much on you, and it just, you need a break. I know, and I've got you and my tender pups to play with every day. Oh, yeah, we can play together, and uh, and, uh, and you'll have more time, and you won't be on the phone from daylight to dark. I know people, they could barely have a conversation with me because my phone would be ringing. I know it. She stays on that phone all the time, and I, I just don't see how she does it. I don't anymore. I don't blame you. I would, too. I have, I'm have. i having a great time spending time with you and my tender pups and writing books and songs, and I absolutely love what we're doing. I'll bet you do, and I love what I do at the office. I'm just real happy out there, and uh I love those girls and the ones who work, sir, and I love my boss, Billy. Oh, I'm not your boss. You run the place, lady. We work together, but you're the one that runs the place, not me. Oh, yeah, Billy. You, I look up to you for everything. Well, I look to you for everything. You know, you still do things for me. Like, I mean, you're my mom, and you still get me clothes, and you just do all kinds of things for me, and we get each other food. So I think it's... uh. I want to say it's equal, but really and truly, you do a lot more for me. Oh, Billy, you do so much for me, and your food is so wonderful that that you cook for me. If that's all you ever did for me, I'd sure be happy. Oh, Mom, that's so awesome, and you've been so awesome to me, and uh, I just have a lot of fun with you, and I look forward to many more meals that we cook together and share with each other, and, you know, we do share a lot of things. We share uh, jewelry and food, and we share all kinds of stuff. Music. Oh, yes, we do, and I enjoy every minute of it. I do, too. Uh, you're my best friend. You're my pal, and uh, you're the person I look up to and honor and cherish. And God made you. He made your hands that love me, and he made your heart that loves me, and I just thank God for my mother. Well, Thank you so much, Billy. Those are true words, and I I couldn't express how much I do love you. I think I know. Well, Mom, I hope you have a great rest of the evening, and uh, I've got to go check on my tender pups, 
And I love you very much, and bye for now. I love you with all my heart, and I'll talk to you later, and bye for now.